everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide, your insider's guide to all things franchising in the local area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guide. This is the place for advocacy, resources, and education on all things franchising and small business in the local area, and it's a great place for any entrepreneur to stop by if they're just looking to learn more about the franchising and small business industry. Speaking of entrepreneurs and small businesses, we have a really special group here today. And here's one thing, here's one question they're never going to have to answer for themselves. So to our audience, oftentimes we have owners and entrepreneurs on this podcast. And when I ask them, what regrets do you have? Many times the answer we hear is, I wish I would have started sooner. Well, we're not going to have that problem with this group because with us today are some grand prize winners from the most recent Children's Business Fair. And they're here to tell us about their businesses, the inspiration behind the businesses, and exactly how they got the courage and the confidence to do what they do. So I want to welcome, in order here, our six female business owners, one business partnership here. We've got Mercy, Karina, Gloria, she's really afraid to talk, folks. Penelope, Aniston, and Harlow. So let's start right down there at the end with Mercy. Tell us about your business. My business is called Mercy's Meringues, and I have been doing it for about four years. I sell meringues and macarons and delicate, delightful little treats that everyone wants. It's almost like you sold stuff to people at booths before. Nicely done. <laughs> You're up. Business is so cute. Wait, remind us your first name. Karina. Thank you, Karina. My business is so cute, and I sell custom t-shirts and onesies. So, custom t-shirts and onesies, and it's so cute as in S-E-W, cute, sewing things. Gotcha. Thank you. Gloria. My name is Gloria. My business is called Shining Sugar. I sell beneficial cotton candy. Beneficial cotton candy. We're going to learn more about that, aren't we? All right. I'm Aniston. I'm Penelope. And um, we're kind of like a boutique. Um, we're more on like the book side of things. We like doing a lot of bookworm things and artsy things. Hard to explain. I business is Sunshine Sunshine and Peanuts is the name of the business. Perfect. Hi, my name is Harlow, and my business is I Am a Verb. I sell pottery and more, and it is super fun because I get to sell multiple things without being contained by just selling one typical thing. Nice. So you've got a variety of products, huh? Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. Now, can you all, some of you already have them on your laps, we can see it, but maybe hold up. You all brought samples of your products. Hold them up to the camera there, if you don't mind, because that's where people will be looking. So we are talking real deal businesses here, where they are creating and selling and making a profit, sometimes figuring out how to, how to eliminate a loss, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about the Children's Business Fair, but before we get there, we've seen all these great products. We've heard your business overview. Would somebody like to share with me what was the spark or the initial inspiration that made you want to start this business 
that you're now running. Please. So my mom, sorry, my mom teached a pottery class just before the business fair. And I really loved that because it was super fun to create different things out of clay. And I love creating things. And I just didn't want to be contained in what I could do, like if it was Harlow's Pottery or something like that. I wanted to be able to do a ton of things with my booth because I love creating things. That's fantastic. Thank you. Do you have a favorite item that you've created over the years? Um... My typical favorite, I think, is the pinch pots. They are hard to make because there's a lot of steps, but they're super cute when they get finished, and they're also pretty fun to make. So Yeah, hard to choose from, huh? Yeah. But obviously you're doing something you enjoy doing. Yeah. doesn't hurt to make a little spending money on the side, right? <laughs> <laughs> Would anybody else like to share what the spark was, the initial idea? Um. So every morning, well, almost every morning, my dad reads out loud. We we do morning read aloud, and we get this magazine called the Tuttle Times. Uh huh. Scooch in a little bit more in my car. I want to make sure I hear everything you say. And they have a piece called the Entrepreneur Shout Out, and you talk about one kid entrepreneur every month, and it's just a fun multi magazine. One of the months, it was about. A family who started a cotton candy business, they called it Floss, and like five minutes later after that, I knew that. I I had that idea. That was my idea. So you're paying attention to what other people were doing and saying, hey, I can do that. When I was five, I got a mini cotton candy machine, so that, then I just thought I could use it. Back in the old days when you were five. Okay, gotcha. So you had the cotton candy machine, and that told you, hey, if they're doing this, no reason I can't do this too, right? Thank you. Were you about to sidle up to that microphone and give me an answer? Go ahead. <laughs> In 2020, when I was 11, I bought a cricket machine, and I really like making t-shirts, but I didn't want to make too many t-shirts, so I decided to sell them. That way, I could just... Gotcha. Thank you, you guys. Those are Those are unique reasons behind it, but I bet you... Similar reasons to what some adults experience when they start their own business. Speaking of similar experiences, anybody in here ever made a mistake running their business or trying to get... (laughs) Right? So for those of you adults out there that are thinking about starting a business or running a business, right? It's just part of what happens. Uh, I don't know who groaned the loudest. Who wants to answer that one first? Would you be willing to share a little bit about a mistake? And what you learned from it, what you're doing different now because of what you learned by failing forward. Well, so when I was making my pottery and when I got it back from the second firing, which is all it takes for them to be done, um, I noticed that they the glaze kind of bubbled up. And I couldn't sell those because, you know, you can't really sell things that have mistakes in them. But... I learned going forward that I had to make the coats of glaze a little thinner so it wouldn't bubble up like that. Thank you, Harlow. Appreciate that. So and that's helped you with selling more product? Yeah, it has. Fantastic. Sorry, I interrupted it's, you. It's okay. I didn't realize you weren't done talking. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily, like, 
see it as a mistake, but it's definitely like looking back at where my business started. I was just kind of like, looking at where I am now, it's definitely so much different. But we used to be more like doing a lot of bookmarks and okay. we would hand draw them and hand write everything and hand cut it with scissors and it did not look the best. And then later we figured out that we didn't have to write out every single word on every single one of our bookmarks because we like doing like little messages on them. Oh, okay. So then we figured out we could just type them out and then use this little straight cutter thing and just go and then just cut out. It's way more efficient. Yeah. Bumpy. Yeah. And we started like really young, like um, probably, how old are you? Probably around her age, a little bit older. And so it's definitely progressed and there's been a lot of little flukes and things throughout it. But You jumped in knowing that everything wasn't going to be perfect and you've learned a lot from that, it sounds like. Yeah, I'd say um, we definitely have learned to be more professional um, and learning to make things beautiful, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But that sounds kind of rude. Thank you for sharing. I don't think it sounds weird at all. I think it sounds very realistic, right? It proves that you've had very real business uh, experiences. So what do you guys like about having your own business? What's fun about this? Mercy, you got a big smile on your face when I said that. So you're in the firing line. One of my favorite parts of having my baking business means that I get to try a bunch of new flavors and colors <laughs> and I get to share them with friends and family and get their opinions. I think that's tons of fun. And you have a big family. We were talking to you before. Okay, so lots of siblings as uh, taste testers. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I don't know. One of you, why don't you jump in faster? I like customizing things, so I use Canva. I make most of my designs myself, and I enjoy just creating the designs. For folks that don't know, what's Canva? It's a editing software. You can just design things on it. Thank you. Go ahead, Gloria. Sorry, Gloria. One of my favorite things is my cotton candy business. It's special because it's soy-free, gluten-free, peanut-free, dairy-free, vegan, made with organic cane sugar, and it's made with no artificial flavors. So very safe for anybody with any kind of um, dietary restriction. Yes. But I really liked when I when the people at the business at some business fairs I've been to say that we can't have dyes and we can have your cotton candy, but we can have any of the other foods here because they got dyes. Oh. We could actually have my cotton candy because it's one of the few things that did not have dyes. What do we call that when your business has something that other businesses don't have, other businesses in the same category? Is there a word for that? There is uh, like standing out or being outstanding, but there's specific word. It's on the tip of my tongue. Special? Well, that's a, actually a yeah. very good answer. Special. Yeah. I was thinking of something that you read in business books. I like your yeah, answer better. Yeah. Competitive. Yeah. Differ. Uh, differentiation? D differentiation? Nailed it. Nailed it. Pronunciation on points. <laughs> this is not a test. This is just a conversation. Thanks to know. Yeah. My mind. Anybody else want to share what they really like about being a business owner, Harlow? Well, I love create. I love creating things. Like, 
I just love to create all sorts of different things, whether it's using paint or markers or pens or pencils or clay in my case. You know, whatever it is, it's just super fun for me to make it and also sell it. So it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Kelvi you also need to talk by the way, because it's our business. You guys sound like you guys sound like a couple of business owners. <laughs> yeah, and we're also sisters, so it's 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 a oh. fun experience. Experience. Um, so I am huge on art stuff and I only have one card with me, but um I like using Procreate, which is an online um it's an app that I have on my iPad Pro, which is what I use for drawing, and I love using it because it's like an artist's dream. There's every single brush, color, everything, and then it doesn't smudge. I can reprint it. And it's really enjoyable to use and it's easy. And then this new idea that we recently had is these mystery books. And I love just putting all these stickers on here. And I am a bookworm. So I love... <laughs> is that true, Penelope? She's a bookworm? Oh, okay. Both are. Um, I love getting all these books and then I get book recommendations out of it as well while I'm also, um, uh, what's the word, encouraging people to read and it's just a fun way to do it. Because we don't only sell books. We also like fake bracelets and other stuff. Mm-hmm. But the bracelets are especially fun because you get to like do your patterns with the beads and you get to like put charms on them and it's they're just like a lot of fun because you can like write little words with the, like the letters and stuff. And I don't know, you can just encourage people with it. Like, I don't know, like, I love you or like, I have a, have a yeah. good day. Like you can just like, they're fun. Create your own message. Fantastic. By the way, Penelope, every business needs an operations person and a marketing person. So if one of the business partners is more comfortable talking, there's nothing wrong with that, right? If, yeah, I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure I'm not like selling so the spotlight because I feel bad doing that. But it's very kind of you. Speaking of the spotlight, so I mentioned at the beginning, all of you were grand prize winners. We have five businesses here that won grand prizes amongst over a hundred different businesses. Many of them kids that have been doing this for several years in a row. So, if you remember off the top of your head, would each of you mind sharing? We can just go right on the line here. What was, there's different grand prizes, right, in different age groups. So share with us what the grand prize was that you won. What was the name of it, if you remember? And if you don't, that's fine. Mine was Strategic Professional. Oh, okay. That makes sense. There's, I like, uh, Passionate Overcomer. Yeah, pas- yeah passionate, passionate Overcomer. Gotcha. I, Gloria? I got the Innovative Problem Solver. Oh, I thought for sure you are going to say the most... Nice, you brought it. Thank you. Put that right out there in front of the microphone, if you would, please. Thank you. This is what the awards look like for the Children's Business Fair. Mine was also strategic professional. Oh, was it really? Okay. Fantastic. And how about you, Mercy? I don't remember the name of the one that's We'll just say it was best t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> My t-shirt was actually made by her. You're kidding. Nope. <laughs> so you're a B2B play, not just a B2C. Business to business. Fantastic. You know, usually if you're making products for other businesses, you can mark up the margin a little bit higher and make more profit off of your fellow business. They're also friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's a great way to collaborate on business ownership, right? 
Good for you. I have a question because this is a question that's going to be in the mind of every adult and kid as well, I would guess, that is watching this episode down the road. And that is, what or who gave you the courage to do this? I mean, hearing the six of you talk, it sounds kind of natural to you now, right? None of you have just started a business. But to people who are listening to you, they're probably saying, holy cow. What gave you the courage or who gave you the courage to actually go out there and do your own business and start making public, you know, failing publicly? That's what happens, right? You make mistakes out in the public. What was it that gave you the courage to move forward and actually do this? Well, there, you know, practically my mom and dad, like they told me about the business fair and I kind of got that spark in my mind like, oh my gosh, I could do what I love to do and also... Uh, the, the thing that everybody loves, making a little money, right? Right? But it was just... When my mommy, my mom and dad told me that, it, it just kind of put a spark in my mind. Like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And you guys have to cover all your own costs, right? If you don't sell stuff, you lose money. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great answer, by the way. Anybody else want to share? Um, mostly my family. My sister started a business also. It was called Tiny Tea. Uh-huh. And saw her table. Lean in. Uh, <laughs> Your family definitely wants to hear this answer. <laughs> uh, so my sister started a business called Tiny Tea. That just gave me spot because we do that in her business. I thought, well, if she can do business, why can't I? So I kept on looking, and that's when I found out about the magazine, and then everything got started. And my parents are super encouraging to me. They kept on pushing me, stopped me from playing my playing, and they get really pushed to me. Mm-hmm. Good and bad, annoying and fun. <laughs> that's a very honest answer. We appreciate that. Yeah, sometimes it's not easy to be pushed. Like, hey, you committed to this. You said you're going to do this. Now follow through. But in a way, it's fun because it's like, yeah, but I am spending time doing something that I want to do. Good for you. Good for you. What advice would you give to other kids that are thinking about starting a business? What have you learned that you would say, hey, you should know this if you want? Oh, wow, I saw a lot of people moving up to the microphones there. This is going to be good. Have the courage to be different. Um, Don't let the fear of what people are going to think set you back from your own different ideas because setting yourself apart in the business world is it's a good thing you want to stand out you don't want to have the exact same thing as everybody else because then they're just going to say oh i could get it from somebody else but once you have that original idea you can't let somebody blow that spark out like that's several things that these people were talking about is they had that spark and a lot of the times that spark is stifled and you have to have the courage and push yourself and surround yourself with people that are going to push you to reach your potential in the ideas that you have. Basically what she just said, like, you have to stand out from other people. And, you know, pottery, I think, set really set me apart because... I think the pinch pots that I do are really different and not, I haven't seen many other people that do things like that. 
So you just kind of have to stand out from other kids and have kind of your own thing, you know? Um, what I would suggest, don't think, don't just go off, have an idea. You can, you can think that I probably, I don't want to do this, but don't just be, this business is bad. No one's going to like my business or I just shouldn't do it. You push yourself, never give up and don't just drop the idea and leave. Work until you don't, then tell you that business won't work at all. You push it, see what you can do. You just don't, you don't just go. Drop the business by I'm not doing a business anymore. You actually have to push yourself to keep on keep the work up. You also can't really when you like you guys said, like when you put your idea out there, you can't let people tell you if it's good. I mean you can. I mean people's advice can help you, but you can't have your business based on, oh, people think bad about this, they don't want this. I should like take it away and like never do it again. Because you can't let someone's this one person's bad opinion affect your business because they may forget about what they said and then later on be like oh my gosh I love your stuff you can't let that one comment affect your entire business when other people I love it just because one person doesn't doesn't no one else will my advice would definitely be find something that's unique and that people need so look for a need in your community ask your friends your neighbors and then find a way to make it your own and also definitely persevere. And find something you enjoy making because it's basically a place to put all your creations and then everyone's going to love them. Suddenly I'm feeling a lot more encouraged about the future of our world after hearing those answers. I agree. You have to just stay excited and ready. Say that again? You have to stay. Well, you have to put yourself in the spot to stay correct. You don't just. I liked how you said stay excited and ready. That's a great motto. I love that. That is a great motto. Yeah. So what's in the future for your entrepreneurial pursuits? What, um, what should we expect from your businesses in the near future? I think that you should expect to see some, I don't really know how to put it, but I think you should just, it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't get it. I've never gotten tongue twisted on this podcast, so I have no Do idea what you're experiencing that? right now. Do we that? No, you shouldn't believe that. Once an episode. We can come back to you if you want. I know it's going to come to you. So what should we expect to see in the future of your businesses or your own entrepreneurial pursuits, Gloria? <laughs> I should pro- I'm probably going to hopefully get in another magazine. You're going to get in a magazine. Another. A gown. Oh, yeah. And what magazine is that? It is the um, Edge. Edge magazine. We've had the editor of that magazine on this po- on this podcast, Carol. She will be happy to know that you brought her magazine with her. You might want to ask her for a royalty on that. Anybody else? Um, well, uh, we have new products this year, which is our mystery books. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so they are just these wrapped books and we have the genre on them. 
And then they come with this little card that has like little, not necessarily warnings, but they're like this, like, um, violence and scariness as three stars. So that's like how intense it is in that setting. Okay. And they're decorated beautifully, obviously. And then they come in this bag with, um, like some pins or a bracelet, just some mystery stuff that go along with the theme of the book. And so it usually comes with like a bookmark and stuff. And yeah, so that's Fantastic. our newest product recently. Uh, almost every business fair, I try to come up with a new flavor or a new treat to start selling. So you can look forward to that. I also someday <laughs> hope to have my own building. And sell Mercy's meringues. There you go. Make all the inventory. Then you might have to pay your siblings to be the testers. <laughs> Speaking of which, you, a couple of you have mentioned this. The, the Children's Business Fair is uh, the one that we're talking about. Here's the one in Omaha because we record in Omaha, Nebraska. But there are, there are Acton schools, right? Acton Academies, which is the group that puts these fairs on or the group that uh, puts in all the hard work to make it happen. You guys put in the hard work, but they make it all come together. And there are Acton Academies all over the country, and many, if not all of them, actually produce these children's business fairs um, once or twice a year. So if you're looking for how to get involved or get your kids involved, just go to Acton Academy, A-C-T-O-N, and look up their children's business fair it's always posted on social media, right? I see it on Facebook all the time or LinkedIn or what have you. So any final thoughts that you would like to share, things that you were hoping to talk about today that we didn't get to before we wrap this episode up? Um, I would like to thank my mom for always pushing us to be better and encouraging us and helping us financially amidst her own struggles and being a stay-at-home mom. I just want to thank her for being so strong and also helping us pursue our dreams. I also want to thank my parents for, like she said, just pushing me to be the better me that I can be and to encourage me to keep on going even when things get a little difficult, just to keep on going. Yeah, like she said, like, our parents not letting us give up when we like had a little bump because if you own your own business there's definitely going to be some bumps but just like always helping us get over them fantastic um i would also like to thank my sister my mom and my dad my mom for keeping pushing me giving more ideas my dad for homeschooling me and then letting me take my chores off letting you take off time from your chores to work on your business that's a pretty cool dad letting me do something else <laughs> Letting me work for my business instead of doing what I need to do around the house. And he. I'd like to thank him for homeschooling me so I have time to do all this and putting me, being my sister ahead of Takes a dedicated team, takes a family to make a business work, doesn't it? Thanks, Gloria. Anybody else want to share? Not that it's required. Those are very sweet comments. I would probably like to thank my family, especially my siblings for, well, and my parents for trying all of my new treats, the ones that didn't turn out and the ones that did turn out. And thank you, Blake, for doing this podcast. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you, Blake. And thank you, Blake. Thank you, Blake. Thank you, Blake. Thank you, Blake. 
I can't rap an episode better than that. And we did not rehearse that. Harlow, Aniston, Penelope, Gloria, Karina, Mercy, thank you so much for being here today. And thank you for being an inspiration in our community. We appreciate you and we appreciate what you've done. And I thank you for being here today and sharing your experiences to inspire other people. And thanks for the cheer, too. That was pretty cool. Thanks to all of you for joining me on another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy. You're always welcome to cheer me on from afar, like this wonderful group did today. We appreciate you being here, and we appreciate Acton Children's Academy making all of this possible with the Children's Business Fairs. Don't keep us a secret. We want folks to know about these businesses, and we want folks to know about our podcast. So if you know somebody that could benefit from this, subscribe, follow, and share. And we'll see you here again on another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide. A Huda Media Production.